right, what I learned today is that I got a kid to get a crown. Mm-hmm. They were selling leather crowns on Etsy. So now I'm going to go oh, back and buy dope. one. I'm going to go buy one because I was like, oh, do I want a crown? And they had different colors and stuff and then like leather crowns or whatever. I'm going to go get me a leather crown now. And I'm just going to rock it. I used to get a Burger King crown and wear it to church. Oh, God. And then they would come in, why are you wearing a crown? I said, because y'all said I was a child of the king. Okay. The Burger King, Kenneth? Yeah, I used to get my Burger King brand and tell them I'm not lying. I used to wear a Burger King crown as like a teenager around church. And they said, why are you wearing it? I said, because y'all preach I was a child of the king. <laughs> and then they just really didn't know what to do well, with me. And they started laughing. Listen. And then guess what? Somebody else came to church with a Burger King crown. Influencer. Influencer. <laughs> Living my best life. I am Marcellus. I am the TV guy. And my name is Ken, and I am the movie guy. And together we're a hot mess. Oh my god. There's a target on my back. I'm always under attack. He can improve on his posture because the way he's standing right now, he's gonna look like a snail at 62. Kenneth makes a good uh, jailhouse top ramen. Um, Kenneth. Okay. All right, everybody, welcome to my face. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Ken. I am the. T- no. Oh, I, <laughs> I said I was the my TV job. guy. <laughs> my name is Ken. I'm the movie guy. My name is Marcellus. I'm the radio guy. My name is Ken. It didn't work. No, because I, I was about to shoot something else. I wanted them to laugh. <laughs> Thank you. See, Thank you, Producer Brandon. We can always count on Producer Brandon. <laughs> Y'all, welcome to My Fave. This is a podcast where we talk about our favorite things, movie and television. Yes, 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 yes. And this week, we're getting into the nitty gritty and we're talking about what? Tell me. We're talking about our favorite action. Action. Lights, camera, Y'all know there's so many different genres to pick from. So many. But we decided that we're just going to start out with some very simple. Simple ones. Clear genres. And then we'll break into different subcategories as right. the podcast we'll go unfolds. We're going for the simple ones first. So, today's action. Today's so, action. I'm super excited. Should we define? We don't need to really define what it is. Y'all know what an action movie is, right? A lot of explosions, car chases. Uh, uh, fighting sequences. <laughs> but I'm glad you said. Um, I am glad you said that because just for a little bit, you know, action could be fighting. Action could be all kind of different things. It could be yes. people jumping out a plane. Mm-hmm. It does not always just have to be cars exploding. You know, mm-hmm. it's just action. And a lot of actions, if not all, have some other genre in them. Action adventure, action mm-hmm. drama, action mm-hmm. crime. Right, you know? right. So we decided that we wasn't going to get real clinical with y'all and start right. defining genres. So right. Uh, right, this is a very cool, calm, collected conversation. But Ken, I got a question for you. How was your week? My week was great. I went on a really exciting interview for a job. You did? I can't talk about it right now until the results are in Ooh. and that I got it. If I didn't get it, you'll never hear me bring it up again. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I will never bring it up again. <laughs> Y'all going to be like, what was that job? But if I get it, right. oh, you're going to know. So right. I'm really excited about that. But I won't know for a while. They're still doing interviews this week. Well, I got faith in you. You're very charismatic. Thank you. Thank you very much. How was your week, sir? My week was actually really good. You mm-hmm. know, just trying to get my life in order. I actually went on an interview, too. All right. Look at us doing stuff. a really cool stuff. company. Yeah. I didn't get it. But I'm not defeated, okay? That's right. Because I know who's I am. Hallelujah. My God, today. 
Rich, lift your hands up. I'm lifting. Lift it. your hands up, and you like God. Repeat after me. Say God. God. I didn't. I didn't get the job. Get the job. But but I got. I got your victory. Your victory. Hallelujah. How many know that Ooh. you don't have to get the job, but you can still get victory? Come on. Look at your neighbor and say, I didn't get the date, but I still have victory. Victory. That kind of reminds me a lot of Victoria the uh, taco sauce. Let me it's tell good. you something. It's victory, ain't it? Hallelujah. Put your hands together and tell them yes. No, but anyway, no. Kim, my week went really good. I cannot complain. I'm happy That's to be right. alive, to be That's honest right. with you. That's right. If you do want to send us donations, we'll be more than happy to accept it at My Faith Podcast. More than happy. Uh, but in the meantime, we are continuing to live our best life, and we're excited about what the future holds. And we're happy that y'all tuned in today for us. And, you know, we're here on episode six of my fave and the feedback has been amazing people love it people mm -hmm. are just into mm -hmm. it and the, the thing i love about people loving it is that we get to just be ourselves. that's right so what y'all really saying is that y'all love us y'all love us thank you so much love me more but y'all love us thank you I'm so much thelma is your mama listening she do you listening to us sister thelma she do listen hey how you doing say something to us are you smiling right now because we said your name on air <laughs> <laughs> she gonna talk about us <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> anyway, Kenneth. Yes, sir. We gonna just get right into it because we got a lot to talk about today. Let's do it. Now, to start, I got something interesting for you. Uh-oh. I'm rubbing my hands. I get I'm real like, nervous because <laughs> I never know what you're gonna pull out your pocket. I, you know, mm. since I met Ken, he's had such a strong personality. And, you okay, know, if anybody knows me, I'm super into astrology. I'm super into personality types. I'm into mm. all these things. So I want to know with Kenneth what his personality type is, according to the Myers-Briggs personality mm. test. Who is Myers and Briggs? And a quick little, like, what it is. Sound like them two officers from if the If I can find it. Because I don't know who you, you trust. And I don't know if I trust people who came up with this stuff. Let me know who came up with this stuff or listen, I'd be taking stuff. Listen, Myers and Briggs personality test. Short version is an introspective self-report questionnaire with the purpose of indicating different psychological preferences and how people perceive the world. Oh, okay. So they're trying to get into my business. They about just my really want to know who All right, you are. Okay? Let's do it. Let's do so it. So I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to ask you a bunch of random questions. Mm-hmm. You got to tell me if you, just like a test, like you was in school, strongly agree, mm -hmm. somewhat agree, agree, and a somewhat agree, agree, somewhat. Okay. All right. Strongly disagree. Somewhat disagree. Disagree. Disagree or somewhat, somewhat disagree. disagree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Strongly agree, kind of a little bit. Kind of a little bit. All got it. And we're going to see what we got. Okay. I'm so ready. I'm going to go. You just answer. Okay. You got to feel it. You got to be confident. Oh. <sighs> You ready? Yeah. I don't want no, none of that. The games you be playing, all that bull. Okay, you just do what you're supposed to. I do. don't play games. You do. I be list. I'm ready. Shh, Go. Shh. Oh, it's just me. Here we go. Fine. We're recording. Mm. You find it difficult to introduce yourself to other people. Uh, strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. You often get so lost in thoughts that you ignore or forget your surroundings. I strongly disagree. I do. You try to respond you to your emails as soon as possible and cannot stand a messy inbox. Mm-mm. Strongly disagree. Oh, you're <laughs> I got over 800. But that's just because it's junk mail. That's okay. all right. You find it easy to stay relaxed, even when there is some pressure. Oh, strongly agree. Strongly agree? Mm-hmm. You do not usually initiate conversations. Uh-uh. Strongly disagree. I'm always initiating. You rarely do something just out of sheer curiosity. Uh-uh. Strongly disagree. 
I oftentimes do something out of curiosity. Wow, you show as a person. You show. I'm show. You feel superior to other people. Strongly disagree. That's a lie. Shut up. I don't feel superior to people. (laughs) Being organized is more important to you than being adaptable. Uh, That is a somewhat agree. So are you giving me agree, strongly, agree or somewhat agree as like the small one somewhat agree somewhat i just want to make sure mm-hmm. you were aware mm-hmm. you are usually highly motivated and energetic strongly agree winning a debate matters less to you than making sure no one gets upset Mm-mm. that's like i don't think you care if people get upset i, I really don't care if people get upset so is that like a that's like a um, just a disagree yeah okay you often just so you know Every question I'm going to like try to go a different voice just because. That's fine. Keep you it, I often like that. feel as if you have to justify yourself to other people. I have to. I, you know what? I become really hotep in my last nine years, and I feel like sometimes I got to justify myself to people of non-color. Uh-oh. But um, in the general scheme of things, no, I don't normally feel that way. So, so we're going to say strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. Mm. Your home and work environments are quite tidy. Yes, I agree. I'm just going to say agree. Agree? Mm-hmm. You do not mind being at the center of attention. You sound like a slave. I know. <laughs> don't let them know you know how to read and write. <laughs> I don't mind being at the center. I don't always want to be, but if I'm there, I so I'm going to just put agree. Agree? Yeah. Cool. You consider yourself more practical than creative. Uh uh-uh, I strongly disagree. I'm more creative than practical. People can rarely upset you. That is very true. It takes a lot to get me upset. You always uh mad. Um is that strongly? <laughs> you, I, no. I you know what? Uh oh, look. <laughs> yeah, I'm confident. I'm not upset and I'm not aggressive. I just broke this pencil, but y'all can't see that. <laughs> I what is it? I strongly disagree. People can rarely upset you, strongly disagree. People can Oh, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. People okay. can rarely upset me. Your travel plans are usually well thought out. Ah, strongly oh, agree. You being here just planning travel. I do. It is often difficult for you to relate to other people's feelings. Strongly disagree. I can relate. Your mood can change very quickly. Strongly disagree. Wow, you really know yourself. I'm very In a much. discussion, truth should be more important than people's sensitivities. Absolutely agree. We ain't got time for that. Y'all better. I grew up in the 80s. <laughs> don't, at least my screen door open. Shut the door and don't come in. We had to lay, We had to stay outside and play all day. And my mama and the godmama wasn't worried about all that. You can't come in. You can't keep coming in and out of the house. You rarely worry about how your actions affect other people. I strongly disagree with that. I think about how my actions affect other people. Your work style mm-hmm. is closer to random energy spikes than to a methodical and organized approach. That is so true. Agree. I used to be the work DJ in my office. Yeah. And I gave every day assigned music. You are often envious of others. Uh, I oh, disagree. You should agree. Cause you, I disagree. No. Um, an interesting book or video game is often better than a social event. I disagree. You disagree? Yeah, I'd rather go to the social event than the book or video game. Got you. Being able to develop a plan and stick to it is the most important part of every project. I somewhat disagree with that somewhat disagree so yeah. the small disagree yeah the small disagree because i kind of want to blame but then some stuff just comes through improvisation got you you rarely get carried away by fantasies and ideas that is so true i absolutely agree with i i, I do not i no no i rarely that's a lie i i i do so how i answer that 
because I got confused with that. I'm confused too. So I rarely read to say the question again. You mm-hmm. rarely get carried away mm-hmm. by fantasies and ideas. I strongly disagree. You strongly disagree? Yeah, I often get carried away. Yeah, that's true because I, I do too. <laughs> I often you often away. find yourself lost in thought when you are walking in nature. Oh yes, strongly agree. Love if, nature. If someone does not respond to your email quickly, you start worrying if you said something wrong. No, I disagree with that. I strongly disagree with that. I don't worry. They busy. As a, as a parent, you would rather see your child grow up kind than smart. True. No. Uh-uh. Wait a minute. Let me tell you something. This damn... Listen, I'm mad and we're going to talk Why? about it. What's the matter? This ice cream truck... Goes around the whole city, but then they come to your house and sit in front of the house. You know what? That's because I buy a lot of ice cream, so I think he's waiting for me to come out. So I'm gonna let everybody know. You hear this ice cream truck? There, listen. That's because they're waiting on Kenneth. I love it. I wish the corn man would come by more. The corn man don't come by as much as he used to. I really wish the corn man would come. I need some elote in my life. Uh, but I, is a is a ice cream truck? Can y'all still hear him, brother brother Brown? We gonna wait. Oh, they wanna wait. Finally, the ice cream man left. Can you stop buying ice cream so much so he don't come sit in front of your house waiting for you to come outside? Y'all, he stopped right in front of our house. Jesus. All right, moving on so we can get this done. As a parent, you would rather see your child grow up to be kind than smart. I think I was going to say kind, but I think I'd rather them grow up to be smart. So you disagree strongly? Because I'm trying to think here, y'all, because kind people can be broke. But smart. Okay, you know what? No. Not all smart people got money. I feel like he should be or she should be kind. Ugh. So you agree? I agree. Strongly? I strongly agree. Don't sound like it. Mm. You do not let other people influence your actions. Oh, I strongly agree with that. When you sleep, your dreams tend to focus on real world on the real world and its events. Yes, because I had a dream where I swear I was at McDonald's ordering a quarter pounder with cheese and my mama woke me up and told me it's time to go to school. I was distraught. It does not take you much time to start getting involved in social activities at your new workplace. That's true. Strongly agree. You are more of a natural improviser than a careful planner. True. Absolutely true. Fun fact, Ken does improv. <laughs> Yes, sir. I got a lot of fun facts about Ken. I'm going to throw out the stuff he do that he don't be talking about. He don't ever promote himself. Oh, God. Here we go. He used to do porn. Your emotions control you more than you control them. Say that again. Your emotions control you more than you control them. Uh, Strong. uh, Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. You enjoy going to social events that involve dress up or role play activity. Strongly agree. Yes. You often spend time exploring unrealistic and impractical, impractical yet intriguing ideas. Strongly agree. You would rather improvise. You, <laughs> you would rather improvise than spend time coming up with a detailed plan. Oh yes. Uh, somewhat agree. I somewhat agree with that. I, tell you, I think I strongly agree with that. I don't know yeah. why I'm answering that. Uh, improvising is something plans. I love to do because we're all in this shared experience together mm-hmm. but yeah so some would agree next we almost excited. there this is good we're i'm excited there. you are relatively reserved and you are a relatively reserved and quiet person i strongly, strongly disagree disagree if you had a business you would find it very difficult to fire loyal but underperforming employees i, I strongly disagree 
I have no problem letting them go. I think you like firing people. No, I, I've i been a supervisor before, and I have to say to y'all, I've never had to fire anybody, but I did have to um, write somebody up. Did you set anybody on fire? Once. Okay. You often contemplate the reasons for human existence. Yes, strongly agree. Logic is usually more important than heart when it comes to making important decisions. Ah, uh, disagree. Keeping your options open is more important than having a to-do list. Oh, yes. Why am I somewhat saying this like agree. <laughs> You said somewhat agree? Yes. The little one, because I think it don't matter, actually. Okay. I'm going to give you that one. Oh. You, If your friend is sad about something, mm-hmm. you are more likely to offer emotional support than suggest ways to deal with the problem. Emotional support. Strongly agree. Yeah. No, I thought about. I can just hold it right here, and you can like pick where. I can just say it, so I don't feel. Oh, okay. You rarely feel insecure. I uh, need to say it out loud. Agree. Yeah, I somewhat agree. Yeah. The reason I was saying that is because you hadn't really picked agree much, but I know that you still know your answers. But okay, all right. You have no difficulties coming up with a personal timetable and sticking to it. Yep, I strongly agree. Being right is more important than being cooperative when it comes to teamwork. Uh Uh-uh. I disagree with that. You think that everyone's views should be respected regardless of whether they are supported by facts or not. I disagree. If they're not supported by facts, we don't have time for your foolishness. Ain't nobody about to sit up here and agree with you and you coming out of la-la land. You feel more energetic after spending time with a group of people. I agree. I love hosting. I love having people over. I'm because you're going to mess something up. Okay. You frequently misplace your things. Uh-uh. I disagree. I know where all my stuff is. No, you lose your wallet a lot. I don't lose my wallet a lot, sir. Well, sometimes. But, okay, just the one dot after that. Don't be. I'm just being honest. You see yourself as very emotionally stable. Absolutely. Your mind is always buzzing with unexplored ideas and plans. Yes, because I love to go to open houses. You would not call yourself a dreamer. I disagree. I would call myself a dream. Strongly disagree? Yeah. You usually find it difficult to relax when talking in front of many people. I strongly disagree. I can relax. Generally speaking, you rely more on your experience than your imagination. I agree. Strongly? Yeah, strongly. You worry too much about what other people think. I used to, but not anymore. So strongly disagree. Wow. It is what it is now, baby. Okay, we're at... We're almost at the last set of questions. Oh, good. If the room is full, you stay closer to the walls, avoiding the center. You know what? Sometimes that's true, but I'm going to say because, yeah. You have a tendency to procrastinate until there is not enough time to do everything. No, I used to be like that, but now I'm ahead of the game when it comes to my um, paperwork and stuff. You feel very anxious in stressful situations. No, I disagree. I don't feel strongly. Anxious. Yeah, I don't feel anxious and stressful. Situations. You believe that it is more rewarding to be liked by others than to be powerful. Oh, I absolutely agree. What you gonna be the top of the king and you know my well, they be coming there and behead you. You gotta watch out. You have always been interested in unconventional and ambiguous things. That is in books, art, or movies. Absolutely yes. You often take initiative in social situations. I do. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Your four letters are S. Okay. L. I thought you about to say S-L-U-T. What? Uh, I was. You know what? <laughs> I said. You I know knew you so good. S-L-U-T. I knew you was about to say some <laughs> stupid <laughs> foolishness. 
I rebuke you. What are my letters? Oh, God. Okay, here we go. Uh-huh. Your actual letters are E-N-F-J. I knew you was going to say. Oh, my God. I see this seen on that? Tinder. I've seen someone go E-N-F-J. Right. Oh, I'm, I can't wait to get back on Tinder. Not because I want to date anybody. I just want to see what people's personalities are. You are a protagonist. Okay. Now, what that mean? Because I wasn't listening well, in English. Everybody gets pretty much a title for their personality. Okay. For, for instance, I'm the campaigner. Okay. Brandon okay. did it too, but I can't remember what his was. He was, he was the advocate. Advocate. So Brandon's an advocate. I'm a more of a campaigner. You're more of a protagonist. Wait, I'm the hero. I guess if that's what you want to call Yes. Explain so, this. So... Uh, Pro, I'm going to just read a little little, uh-huh. little, little piece of this because if anybody wants to do this themselves, they can go to 16personalities.com. They can take the test and they can get what they are. Okay. You Not can find out how much of a multiple personality disorder. Exactly. But that's what you have. Here we go. So protagonists are natural born leaders. Yeah. Full, all right now. Full of passion and charisma. Oh. Forming around 2% of the population, they are oftentimes our politicians, our coaches, our teachers, yes. reaching out and inspiring others to achieve and to do well, good look in the at world. It's cuz I do want to run for office when I turn 60. Right. With a natural confidence that begets influence, protagonists take a great deal of pride and joy in guiding others to work together to improve themselves and their community. I do like to guide like that, and I want a community garden one day. Yeah, so there's a lot on here that you can read on your oh, own. Oh, but okay, uh, I'm not going into detail today. Right. You're not going to unpack all of it? That's I'm going to unpack. I don't want to go into too much detail, okay? I'm. Re- Can I tell you, I really am excited about this. I feel that everything you mentioned is very accurate and very true. So if I see somebody on Tinder with the E-F-N-J, that means we're compatible. Not necessarily. E-N-F-J. Well, I don't, I got to read into it more, but I remember reading it before. It's not necessarily that somebody else with the same letters is compatible with you because mm-hmm. you, you're just more compatible with a certain type. Oh, so it could be that we would not be compatible because right. we both were leaders. Right. And we're going to okay. be wanting to lead each other. Exactly. That could be sexy. Though. But just so you know, I know this is going to make you a little happy. Mm-hmm. One of the main people, uh, protagonists you may know is, mm-hmm. are you ready? Mm-hmm. Barack Obama. That, listen. I knew me and Uncle Barack was the same. I knew we was cut from the same piece of leather. When I saw him, I knew it. That's my uncle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Oh, Auntie Oprah. John Cusack. Oh, I love John Cusack. Ben Affleck, Sean Connery, Jennifer Lawrence, Demi Lovato. Jennifer Lawrence. Lucy Liu, Daenerys Targaryen. What? Uh, Morpheus from the Matrix, the Oracle oh my, from the Matrix. Yes, Lawrence. Yes, Laurel Lance, Isabel oh, Crawley. Don't know who that is. That's awesome. Seely Booth from Bones. Oh, so you see all I'm these around people. Good company. You're within good oh, company. That's amazing. I'm ENFP. Oh, that sounds like a drug. Yeah, I'm a campaigner. Okay, now what does that mean? That means that more of what I do is trying to... Well, let's look it up. Let's yeah, look because it up I want to know what you do. ENFP. Marcellus. You're a, um, you're oh, a campaigner. Yeah. That means you're going around... It sounds like you're going around cheerleading everybody. Yeah, I got people back. I'm a good guy. Let me see. What is you know, what is I, l- I look at the people who you know need control to make themselves feel better, and I let them just live their life. 
Here we go. Oh, the campaigner. Mentors me. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. The campaigner personality is a true free spirit. They mm-hmm. are often the life of the party, but unlike types in the explorer role group, campaigners are less interested in the sheer excitement and pleasure of the oh. moment they are in enjoying the social and emotional connections they make with others. See, I love quality time because oh. I like the emotional connection. Okay. Charming. Mm-hmm. Independent. That's right. Mm-hmm. Energetic and compassionate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The 7% of the population that they comprise can certainly be felt in any crowd. Oh, that's sweet. That's me. I'm, I'm that. You want to know who's like me? Who's like you? Robert Downey Jr. Oh. Will Smith. Yes. Robin Williams. Drew Barrymore. Oh, you got good people Russell in your Brand. group. Quentin yeah. Tarantino, Meg Ryan, Kelly oh. Clarkson. Oh wow! Let's look at some uh, some shows. Piper Chapman from Orange Is the New Black. Okay. Peter from The Hunger Games. <laughs> Peter. Uh, Peter. Carrie Bradshaw, Sex in the City. Okay. Willy Wonka. Uh, that's about you. You know, yep. that's me. I'm that's that you. guy. Well, Marcellus, thank you for this because World I felt like I was of really pure imagination. Is that from Willy Wonka? Yeah. Okay, let's have a moment of silence for Gene Wilder. Okay. I really want to say thank you because I learned a lot about you today. Thank you. And I learned a lot about myself. And so I'm going to go get my letters tattooed on my neck. Oh, <laughs> you really got to read it, though. You got to go and type it in. I, like, so what right is when the, we're done with What this, is the website? 16personalities.com. But if you type in the four letters, mm-hmm. and I know 16 personalities sounds crazy, but if you type in the four letters and put type after that, so ENFJ type, mm-hmm. it'll take you right there. I'm going to do that right now. But for those who have not taken the test, go ahead and take it and see how you are. You guys take the test. Let us know on our social media what you are yes oh yes that's okay let us know what, what you are you so we can kind of figure out what kind of people we talking to. that's what i want y'all to do when y'all hear this go on our instagram go on our twitter go mm-hmm. anywhere go mm-hmm. on our uh facebook mm-hmm. and let us know what uh what your four letters are send What's your us personality a pigeon type? Okay. we'll look at the message right you know but thank y'all for listening to this part because i know it was a little lengthy well you need to get to know us yeah. you know we want to get to know you we want y'all to know who y'all listening to okay right two criminals and i'm a related to barack obama and oprah i, I just gonna need a moment Lord. oh uncle barack okay well thank you for that i'm excited no problem at all well, you're supposed to do something with us right now. Don't tell me what to do. Oh. We're going to go ahead and talk oh. about <laughs> our movies. So, Kenneth, I want to know from you, what is your favorite anime? Uh, listen to me. What is your favorite <laughs> action movie? <laughs> yes. Can I tell you what my favorite action movie is? What's your favorite action movie? My favorite action movie is Taken. Oh. what was that (laughs) (laughs) i love that movie taken have you seen it i have okay taken stars liam neeson uh this movie came out in 2009 liam neeson plays an ex-cia operative he's retired at this point and um his his character's name is brian mills and he's basically trying to reconnect with his daughter she's an adult she's in paris with her friend and oh my god lord have mercy she gets abducted she gets abducted and one of the most amazing things is 
as she's being pulled from up under the bed because mm-hmm. she was hiding in her hotel room, right? The phone is open and she's describing to her father, you know, with the tattoos. She's describing the room. She's describing whatever she can, and then the abductor pulls, picks up the phone, right? And then the dad gives this most famous quote, which we'll go to later. Oh, Everyone quotes and talks about it, which is what really grabs you into the movie because oh, yeah, it's for like, sure. let me tell you something. I got a particular set of skills, you know, and if this. you really want to live. And I'm basically just paraphrasing. You want to leave my daughter right where she is. Right. I'm going to come and find you. And the man is like quiet. Uh huh. And he's like, good luck. Oh my God. Listen, Mm -hmm. everybody in that theater was like, that just sets the scene for the whole movie. We got to go see this. So I think her name is pronounced Famke Jensen. Uh huh. Famke. Oh, thank you. Famke Jensen. Famke. She plays his uh, wife. And so she's the mother. Okay. And basically, the daughter is kind of thrust into this underground world of debauchery and chaos that is trafficking. And he pulls in all his connects. He pulls in all his Navy people, his government people, his black ops people, and he's finding his daughter. And basically he has four days to find her until she's sold off into some foreign land, some foreign country. And at that point it would be basically more impossible to get her. So not only is he looking for her, but there's really kind of like a clock that's ticking. This movie was directed by this French director, uh, and his name is Pierre, Pierre Morel. Pierre. Pierre Morel. <laughs> he uh, directed From Paris with Love, and he also directed District 13, which I love. So this movie had a $45 million budget. It made $226 million. Good movies making some money. Uh, and let me tell y'all something. We got two sequels as a result of this movie. Yeah. It's a fun ride. The critics didn't like it. They was like, uh. But you know And what? a show, right? And, and and we got a TV. Yes. And we have a TV show now that just came out. Crazy. So I just want y'all to know that when I go see a movie, I go see a movie because I want to forget about reality. Right. I want to forget about bills. I want to forget about all that stuff. And I want some explosions and some car chases and some karates and stuff like that. Liam Neeson did the doggone thing. And Hollywood, I'm a little upset with y'all that it took y'all so long to offer him roles like this. Because he has been amazing. If you watch Darkman, where he played the lead character, it was a 1980s action film. Uh, it was pretty amazing. Tell him how you And feel. so I don't know why y'all waited so long to offer him the roles. And, and quite honestly, when I looked up some trivia about this, uh-huh. Liam Neeson said the movie, he only signed on for it. Because he said, you know what? They film in four months in Paris. <laughs> okay. You know what? <laughs> he felt like the movie was going to be a dumb movie. He said it was probably going to bomb at the... <laughs> but he was also excited because he said, you know what? Hollywood never offers me movies like this. And I've wanted to play these physically demanding roles. So there was another uh, incentive for him to do it. Right. Uh, Jeff Bridges was originally cast to play this character. Who's Jeff Bridges again? Jeff Bridges. I'm better with faces. Jeff Bridges. Brandon, pull up. Producer Brandon, pull up a picture of Jeff Bridges. Because when I think of Jeff Bridges, <gasps> I think of... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, she played Jean Grey in the Marvel movie, in the, uh, in the uh, X-Men movies. Side note, you know what I loved from K.N.? Um, what? Oh, God, now it leaves as I'm thinking of it. She was a witch. 
Oh, you're talking about in um, Hannah and Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, she played. Uh, that was one of the last things she did. Uh, this is Jeff Bridges. Oh, Jeff Bridges. And Jeff Bridges is one Got of these okay. dramatic actors, right? I don't know. Is he a method actor? Right. I don't know if I can personally see him. I mean, he's done some action films as far as the westerns and stuff, but. Anyway, this is a lot of hand-to-hand combat stuff, and I just don't know. Jeff Bridges later on said that um, he saw the movie, and he goes, yeah, y'all made a better choice by casting Liam Neeson. <laughs> right. <laughs> so this film was fun, y'all. It, it It is really one of my favorite actions. I can watch it again and again. And there's something, Marcellus, about the fact that if you are a daddy or a parent, that you have the skills to be able to knock somebody out because they didn't took your kids. Like, I think we are living vicariously through this character. Right, because that's some badass stuff to be like, Yes, I got a particular set of skills. You're talking to somebody on the phone. Right. Your daughter in Paris. Listen, let me tell y'all something. I, well, I got a question for you, Marcellus. Do you think that you would have had the ability to go after somebody if they took your child like that? If it's my, ch- you know what? That's what if I If it's know. my blood, my mm-hmm. child. Mm-hmm. I'm going for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything I can. I'm not gonna just sit at home like, well, I guess I'm just, I'm gonna do anything I can <laughs> to figure it out. Now, am I gonna be Liam Neeson and listen to me? I have right. a particular set of skills. Right, right, right. No, but I'm gonna say, listen here, nigga. No. But I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> figure out something because I can't just sit there and let it happen. Right, know? right. Well, so that's interesting, interesting trivia is. He killed 35 people to get to his daughter in this film. I thought you was about to say he killed 35 people in the making of this film. <laughs> I said, well, damn it, why did they make it? <laughs> why didn't we hear about that on the news? Right. <laughs> okay, tell me again. He killed 30, his character, Brian Mills, killed 35 people to get to his daughter. Wow. So my other follow-up question is, do you think you would ever kill somebody? On behalf of a family member or Should a Should I answer that on, uh, on the podcast? I just want to know because I know it's a movie, but... I mean, he killed 35 people just to get to his daughter. I'm doing what I got to do to get my daughter, okay? I thought about with my dog, Bailey. If I had to hit somebody, would I hit him for my dog? I'm going to give Bailey away to the people. You're going to give my dog away? Yeah. So this is our last episode. And here goes the thing. my face. Here goes the thing. He's going to have Bailey. He's going to be trying to hide. Bailey's going to be under the bed. And they're gonna be coming, and Bailey's gonna be under like Bailey barks at everything that goes by. As soon as they break into the house, she's barking. She's gonna run right to the door. I'm like, Bailey, 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 Bailey. (laughs) The other day, she was barking. I wasn't even done. I saw she just barking, barking. I said, Bailey. So I picked her up and started walking like towards the back. Yeah. And she, I had her in my arms, and she was like, (laughs) not even looking at nothing more. She just barking at just the atmosphere. Bailey would be Liam Neeson. She ain't gonna let nothing go down if she could. If she had arms, Bailey's a thug though. She, she is a thug. I love her. Liam Neeson was telling people in interviews that. Uh, one of the things about this film that they got completely wrong was parents were coming up to him saying, oh, my God, thank you so much for doing this film because now I'm not going to let my daughter go to Europe or go to France. Oh, God. He was like, ma'am, things were grossly exaggerated right. Please for the movie. Enjoy their life. And I really would like to say that your child should definitely go outside the U.S. and travel. <laughs> But people believe in movies are so real. They, like, take everything so literal or whatever. But I just thought that was really fun or whatever. But um, this is my favorite movie, y'all. My favorite action movie. So, Wait. Marcel, What? If you were in this movie, Kenneth. Uh-oh. Who would you be? Like, if you had to create a character, 
to be in Taken. Okay. You're not the father or the daughter. Oh. Who would you be? I want to be thug number one. <laughs> and that's Please because. Please tell me what thug number one does. Because thug number one is the thug that comes in all mean and like he about to really just like beat somebody down and mm-hmm. get hit with a pipe and out. Oh. I just want to so be thug number one. Quick I want to come in here and be like, so and you then like flip. Yeah, and then I want to do like some wire work and flip, <laughs> and then Liam Neeson can be like, ah, and just knock me out. Oh, that'd but be so But do you awesome. say anything? Because you got to get paid. No, I just if you growl. don't talk, you're not going to get Well, no I'm going to growl. Okay, okay, just so I can get paid. I'm going to get you, Liam. And then you got, you good, you set. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but Ken Pale used to do this sketch where they're the valet people, mm-hmm. and they used to talk about Liam Neesom's. <laughs> Liam Neesom's? And taking, because they would I didn't see get, that one. Oh, my God. They would get you super excited. You know, I excited. never really got into uh, <gasps> Ken Pale's. I never what? got into it. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. How I watched. Are you alive? I think I watched the first one, and I didn't think they were that funny. Oh, my God. It seemed like, like. You can watch one episode of SNL, and I think they're funny, but you still come back. I never thought SNL was that funny. You got, but you have watched episodes, right? Yeah, but I enjoy it when other people like. Okay, oh okay. yeah, that's fine. You're the TV guy. We're gonna watch. No, I'm. I want some clarification. I want to get to the bottom of why I don't think it's funny. I know why. Cause you haven't watched enough. You gotta watch more. But okay, I've seen a few of the sketches from Keaton Peel. Okay, and I'm like. It's funny, but it's like, I'm going to be honest with you since this is my fave. A lot of times they strike me as, Uh oh, we want this, we want this to be like, watch your words, universally accepted comedy almost. Uh Like it just doesn't seem like funny, funny to me. Oh gosh. Well, it seems like, (laughs) Oh no! There's some great sketches you gotta watch. Did you ever watch the? Uh, What's like your favorite one? One of my favorite sketches is the zombies that they, they won't eat black people because the zombies are racist. I never seen that. Oh my! You gotta see. listen. Well, what's your favorite Ken Peel sketch? I saw the one when they. It was one. like everybody in the room, all these family members, and yes. then he got up and he was he talking the gay about friend, the gay friend, the gay friend to get them and ready they just for kept a gay yelling wedding. out stuff. That is hilarious. It was funny, but it just seemed forced. What? Oh it my really gosh. did. It didn't. It was funny, but it wasn't like I wasn't like. Oh my god, y'all, y'all gotta watch that sketch. We're kicking up. Oh, that's just wow. how I feel about it. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know what to say other than you just probably need to watch maybe a few more episodes of maybe my favorites, and then you'll see if you like them. I will. Uh, but I'm gonna watch some more. Key what here. I like about them, it's really. I smart. think they're great as people. Okay. <laughs> you know, I felt that was forced. <laughs> I felt like that. That's was how forced. I feel about that comedy. I felt that like that was forced. <laughs> he just had to say something. <laughs> If anybody that is listening, what do y'all feel help about me, Ken Help me. Help me understand. Can y'all kind of help advocate for Ken Pell to Marcellus to try to get him to understand? Because that's how I feel about SNL. Like, SNL's not always funny. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's sketches that are funny. Uh, and rarely is an entire episode hilarious from start to finish. But I think that's really difficult to do with comedy. Because yeah. you have so many people's tastes. Right. And when you're it, putting together opinion. a sketch right. show, it's just completely opinion. And I think in a, after a while, you, you you just start to fall in love with the actors. And you go, oh, okay. I can't wait to see them do something. Because they're really talented. Gotcha. And they can make anything funny. But I feel like uh, Jordan Peele and Keegan Michael Key are hilarious. Um, so yeah, I get it. I get it. I gotta watch more. 
Yeah, you got. Do you like the Dave Chappelle show? Oh, Dave Chappelle show was fucking hilarious. Okay, so, especially yeah. with the uh, <laughs> yeah, it was so okay. The uh, right. gay KKK guy. <laughs> yes, it's hot like the Dickens <laughs> out here. Um, <laughs> yes, that was hilarious. Do you remember the Chris Rock show? Uh, very very rarely. They had like some sketches on there I thought was funny. Because like, Chris they Rock had the show was on HBO, and I didn't Please. have cable. Oh, that, oh, it was HBO. Yeah, huh? I didn't have cable. So, and he's kind of the one who put uh, Wanda Sykes on the map. So. For me, I I know it was probably hilarious, but I didn't have cable at the time, so I couldn't I I couldn't watch it. Gotcha. I couldn't watch it. Well, but, my my new homework is to watch more Keaton Peel. Please, you gotta watch more Keaton Peel. They're hilarious. Uh, but anyway, but anything else? You, anything more you want to say about Taken? I'm sorry. No, you just need to do the quote from the movie. Oh, you want me to do the quote? I want you to do the quote from the movie. Okay, this is the most go. famous quote. You know what it is, everyone. This is um, casting director. I'm uh, Michael Sims. We have Marcellus Kidd reading for the role of Brian Mills. If you could just read this quote for me, sir. All right. We're going to videotape you for the director. You guys have any water? I do. Um, if you can go over there and just take a sip after you're done. Oh, okay. And then we want your voice to be grainy. Okay. Got you. All right. The only direction I have for you is your daughter's been taken. Oh, God. She's an adult. Uh-huh. However, you're an ex-CIA operative. All right. And Action. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Good luck. <laughs> I felt like that's what the character. That's what I would have brought to that one line. Good luck. Good luck. That was the number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how I would have done my. Come number one. Good luck. <laughs> and what I feel was, off. What if it was like a drag queen of Miss Vanjie or something on the yes. line? Good luck, honey. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, oh God. Well, uh, we need to go to a break. Okay. We need a break. All right, y'all. It's hot. Please go see Taken if you haven't seen it already. Actually, watch it during our break. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's go watch that scene. And tell us how you think Marcellus did. Would you have given him the role? I'm going to go watch an episode of Keaton Peel right now. And then uh, <laughs> I'll get back to you all. I'm going to go eat some chicken. All right. Well, hello. My name is Danny Dandelion Reynolds. And I have just created the most exquisite restaurant right in the heart of Watts. It is called Danny Dandelions, of course. I want to introduce you to it, and I want you and all of your exquisite friends, I'm inviting you all. You guys, come on, and I will let you try my new chef's tasting menu. And by that, I did not mean for free. I just wanted you to know. Anyway, chef's tasting menu. Start you off with a mousse bouche of finely chopped and seared to perfection wieners and little hot dogs. Then I move you on into my spicy cabbage soup that I have spiced with Tabasco and Sriracha and it just has a hint of granola and blueberries in it. Then I move you on into an entree of cheese it casserole. Well, I, I throw little beans on top too, so just for mouthfeel. And then I move you on onto the main course, which is a Cornish hen that I have lightly dusted with powdered sugar. And then I have corn that I got from uh, one of the corn men down the street. But he told me I can get some, and I put it in, in the plate. And then I have asparagus. 
asparagus. <laughs> now, you may be thinking, is that all? Oh no, this place is exquisite. I also have an intermezzo of red jello. And then the last thing that you will get is a beautiful dessert, cheesecake. Oh, it is to die for. Bon appetit. Please come with all of your friends to Danny Dandelions right at 32245 Studebaker Road, right next to the car wash and across the street from the Tams Burger. You'll see us. We're very colorful. Please come on. <laughs> so that... Marcellus, were you just meditating? I was meditating. <laughs> meditating. But I didn't get enough, so I had to just, you know... Remember when Angela Bassett played Tina Turner and what's love got to do with <laughs> 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 When she was drawing that eyebrow and it just started going to the left. <laughs> That was the funniest thing in the world to me. No, have you ever? Oh, okay. Oh, I'm glad we could talk about it because I was like, it's on my face. We could talk about it. Have you ever seen uh, Got to Be Real? Yes. No, matter of fact, I'm trying to show you it. I, well, I didn't finish it, but you started. You well, I'm going to spoil me. a little bit for you because you ain't been watching it. No, you can't spoil. Oh, God. There was an episode where somebody was go. playing uh, Tina Turner and they was doing a voice and he was trying to tell everybody to uh, come together. Uh -huh. It was like, oh, come together. Come together. And I'm your hoarding. And just the way they was doing it was the funniest thing in the world to me. I was just dying. Anywho, if oh, you God. all that's listening, go on. YouTube mm -hmm. typing got to be real. Yes. It is literally a web series where they are voicing over over all the divas. They got Whitney, Aretha. <gasps> Aretha. I know. We miss you. Whitney. They got everybody, Patty LaBelle, but the main thing is Patty versus Aretha. Hilarious. Okay? Gotta um, go watch it. Y'all gotta go watch. Let's honor the Queen of Soul. Honor the Queen of Soul. And watch soul. her. Marcellus. What's happening? Oh, oh, wait, wait. Before we even do all that. I wanted to let everybody know that, you know, like I said before, Kenneth don't promote himself enough, so I'm going to promote him what for are you, you. What are you talking about? Do you guys, uh, have you guys ever seen Boys in the Hood? Okay. <laughs> Do you guys remember Lil' Chris? Mm. This kid, he had an afro, and he said, <laughs> y'all want to see a dead body? Can you say it? Like I said it when I was twelve. Can you 12. say it like you said it when you were twelve on the on the on the film screen? <clears throat> yeah, I think so because I don't think my voice ever went deep. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably said the same voice I had when I was twelve. Y'all want to see a dead body? Perfect. <laughs> I'll be looping that throughout the entire episode when I go edit the episode. Just so <laughs> y'all want to see a dead body? Just so y'all know, uh, I go and edit these episodes. Marcella. I add in all the music and the sound and everything you hear on the commercial. Marcella, let's give Marcella's a hand. And right here, I want you to put in applause. For, uh, <laughs> right. It's right going to be a whole I crowd. Be a crowd of applause. <laughs> y'all, let's give Marcella's a hand for editing uh, <laughs> my podcast every week. And then insert. Uh, and then it's going to say, y'all want to see a dead body? <laughs> Anyway, okay. What made go you ahead. want to bring that up? Go ahead. I did that movie when I was twelve. I know. I just like saying it because I like how you act whenever somebody talks it's about so it. So weird. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Your checks in the mail. <laughs> All right, now what I want to talk to you about is your show. My okay? show. Yes, because you're the TV guy. Okay. Tell us about your favorite action television show. You ready? I'm so ready for this. Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> The reason I'm glad you asked is because, like every week, I sit and wonder, hmm, 
what am I going to say? Uh-huh. And I was getting all stressed out because I'm like, there's so many things I can use for action. But right. I, I told myself, I said, shut up. Shut up. Pick what you want. Pick it. And I'm going with The Punisher. Oh. <gasps> Listen to me. Such a good choice. Listen to me. Uh. I love that show. You don't understand. I was just into it. Marcellus, I get it. I binged that show as well. Did you binge it? Oh, of course. Of course. Oh, can you tell our listeners about this show? Please? So, of course, as we know, or may some of us may not know, mm-hmm. it's adapted from Such a comic a book. Choice. Such a good choice. Marvel. You know, you got your superhero genre, all mm-hmm. that. But Punisher's a little different. Mm-hmm. Frank Castle, yes. Tim, he's a Punisher. He's a little different than everybody else. Mm-hmm. He's rough. He's tough. But he is like a badass because mm-hmm. he He's just like a G. Mm-hmm. As I'm watching the whole thing, I'm like, it's like I want to be him. Because mm-hmm. he's still a good guy. Mm-hmm. But it's like you almost know. He's not like a Superman. Mm-hmm. He don't got laser vision. Mm-hmm. He can't pick you up and throw you across the, uh, right. the thing. Right. But I would feel safe mm-hmm. if he walked in the room. Well, I wouldn't feel safe. <laughs> but if <laughs> You would feel safe if you weren't his like, target. <laughs> if I was not his target and he was helping me, I would feel safe. Right. Now, if I was right. his target, I wouldn't because he right. just seemed like, man. Oh. So, I mean, because it is on Netflix and because everyone is able to go and watch it, mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil that much. So I'm not going to go and tell you like mm-hmm. what's going to happen and what, you know, all those things. Right. But I will tell you that you can definitely go on Netflix. You can watch it. And you are going to get some amazing action. You're going to get some fighting. Yeah, It's going to be some guns. Yes. It's going to be all kinds of stuff. Explosions and stuff. But as you know, it came um, a little bit after Daredevil. Uh-huh. Everything else. Actually, Punisher was on Daredevil. Yes, I that's believe, right. Uh, he was like on Daredevil 2. Uh-huh. The season 2. Yeah. yeah, season 2. And he was a villain uh-huh. in a way. Yeah, you guys gotta kind of understand the story. Yeah, so you'll be able to see. But then he gets his own show. But as we all know, Punisher's been around forever. Yes, he actually uh, there was a movie, but it didn't do that well. I remember too as a kid, yeah. Brandon and I went to go see that. It was okay. Yeah, but the crazy thing is, okay, so Steve Steve Lightfoot made it. Oh, Steve Lightfoot. Steve Lightfoot. All right, and <laughs> he wanted to <laughs> not Lightfoot, but Lightfoot bring this story to light because. They had tried to make a Punisher show back in 2011, but it didn't work out. Oh, I didn't know that. So it just so happened that now you got this whole Netflix thing coming up. Right, You got all these superhero comic book adaptations going Mm -hmm. on with the Jessica Joneses and the Daredevils and the Luke Cage. Right, right, right. Defenders and all that. So it was perfect timing because now he can get a show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And basically, just so you know the story, my lovely listeners. Lovely listeners. You got John Berthold. Who plays Frank Castle, mm-hmm. and he essentially is ex-military, mm-hmm. and the whole thing centers around him getting revenge for the death of his family. Uh, you know, usually with these shows, it's always something people. that happened that messed up someone deep in their head, mm-hmm. and they want everyone to die. Mm-hmm. But can mm-hmm. I tell you, when you're watching that show, you are definitely on his side. That's what I'm saying. Did you notice the same thing with the Liam Neeson character from Taken? Yes, that's like, what it is. Like, you get why he's shooting and killing people, because you didn't took his daughter. It reminds me of like that, 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 uh, like that, the Taken, the yeah. John Wicks, the, yes. all that yes. kind of stuff. Yes. But what I thought was so dope is John Berthel, Am I saying that right, Professor? I'm prof- Why do you want to call you Professor <laughs> Brandon? Professor Brandon. <laughs> Producer <laughs> Brandon. Am I saying that right? John Bernthal. Mm. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. I know you're listening to this. 
I don't uh I, I know you're the punisher and everything. Anyway. Cut <laughs> that out. Um what I was trying to say was, no, you feel it mm-hmm. and you know that they're, you know, going for that revenge. But I thought it was so crazy when I saw the show. I thought it was dope because he's uh was a character on The Walking Dead. That's right. I yes. remember him. He was From one the of the beginning. Sh- the officers. From the beginning, yeah. It was some stuff. And then you don't know how you feel about him that much on Walking right, Dead. Right. See him on another show. I was still a little mad at him. But then next thing you know, boom, you see him on there, but he's great. I love it. And I mean I don't know, but I have a, I have a question that I want to ask you, even though it's about my show. Well, wait a minute, how are you gonna ask me? Because you did that to me, so That's I'm doing true. it back. Go ahead. Um, what would you do? Okay. If the government came to you and they said, for whatever reason, this guy named the Punisher, we can't find him, but he's after you. We're gonna help you as the government, but like, how would you feel mentally? I would have to start thinking, like, do I owe anybody money? Like, what in the world? Why are they? I paid my tithes except for October and September. I'm trying to figure out what is it that, why would they be, I would have a lot of questions for the government. Right. Why is this person after me and do they have the right person? Mm. What if Frank Castle, a, a, the Punisher got the wrong person? What if you're looking for little Chris? Y'all want to see a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> that is not fair. <laughs> I don't know, cause sometimes white people are getting black people mixed up. That's true. I'm talking about what they aren't you right? That's true. <laughs> I got a whole story oh, to tell, but I will wait. Okay, you know what? I would be terrified. We would. I'd be terrified, and I would hope the government would do a really good job with the witness relocation program, because you see that kind of stuff in movies. But here's my question to follow up to you: Do you ever think you've met anybody who was in the witness relocation program, and you didn't believe their identity? Okay. Uh-huh. Because I met this lady at my job, and I said, I really don't think that's who she is. You really don't think? Why, why, but, uh, I don't think I've ever met anyone in a, in a witness thing, but I have met someone who their mom, every time we asked what her mom did, she kept saying, I can't tell you. I can't tell you what I do. And she kept making it real weird every time she said it. And she used to be in the military and everything. And so it was like that she, she couldn't say it. So we always wonder, like, what does she do? Really? Yeah. It's a true story, but I'm not saying anything. Right, so. right, right, right. Oh, that's she couldn't so tell me what she worked. She probably going to come after me. <laughs> right, you're going to have so. a real partner on you. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but she couldn't tell us what she did. So and wait, I, let me make sure I understand this. when I was younger, this. but I always would wonder. This person's My mom? My friend didn't even know. Your mom? She well, at least I didn't. I don't think she knew. Wait, I want to make sure I understand. I think she listens to the podcast. Who, who didn't, who couldn't tell you? My friend. Okay. Hey, friend. My friend couldn't tell me what her mom does. Ah. Nor she told me she didn't know either. I see. But she knew something to know that what her mom did wasn't what she did or she just she didn't said her know. mom would go to work and everything, but her mom would always say, Can't tell you what I do. Whatever. And all oh I knew was that her mom God. used to be in the military. Can I tell you that'd be really weird growing up in that house as a kid? That's weird. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what my mom does. And then as a father, I'd be like, Well, I'm I'm going to work. But I can't tell you what to do. I always wonder. Now, that's the same thought. The same feeling you have is like, what does she do? Wow. Now, they could have been lying to me and playing a joke. Right, 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 right. That's really what That's really crazy. Okay, it's interesting. That's interesting. Well, I I think you did an excellent choice because that movie is definitely an action series. I'm sorry, action series. The Punisher's a great action TV show. I, I, I mean, they did a good job of creating this world 
and he did such a good job of playing the Punisher that I really wanted to see what he did every week. He was so good. No, he really did. Like, he is the Punisher to me. Yeah. That's when, to me, that's when a show is really good. When that actor is able to embody that person so much that you see them as that person. Yeah, yeah. You know? There's sometimes I see actors as certain characters and I'm like, uh, Yeah. I can't pull. And even seeing him on Walking Dead, mm-hmm. I still am able to separate the two. Right. That's when you know you got a good actor. I know he played on Walking Dead. Right. But he's the Punisher. Yeah. So now, even though Walking Dead came before, now if I think of Walking Dead, I'm like, ooh, the Punisher is on Walking Dead almost. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that is his character. Can I just make honorable mention for Kingpin, the villain, Oh. in the Punisher? Like oh, Kingpin. was Kingpin the, vi- the villain in the Punisher? Was it Kingpin or was he the villain in Daredevil? Daredevil. Daredevil. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I'm like, uh, no, because a lot of times your villain... Your action hero is only as good as your villain. Well, wasn't Punisher? I mean, I mean, pro- producer Brandon knows this because he is our our local comic book guru, guru, knowledge expert, etc. Okay, producer Brandon was Punisher a vigilante or antihero? What is he? Punisher was actually introduced as a villain in the Spider-Man comic book. Oh. He was meant to be a one-off villain, but somehow proved to be popular enough that they reintroduced him in the rest of, or to the rest of the Marvel Universe kind of as this anti-hero. So he's definitely a vigilante okay. in the sense that he does rough not around mind the edges. killing people uh-huh. at all. Mm, that's true. Most superheroes, that's usually where they'll draw the line. I'll never take a life, and that's what sets me apart from everyone else. This dude, Puncher, doesn't really care. He's like, I'm taking that's you That's right. But he has this strong moral code where he's not really just taking anybody's life. You got to really do something bad, which is why the police were like, oh, we got to stop him because he's a vigilante. Because he's killing all the bad folk. And Daredevil didn't like his actions either because Daredevil was like, you can't kill people. Right. And you can see how he was so tortured. Mm-hmm. Like, but my family and what they did, and but I know it's crazy. That's when he's a good actor. That yeah. man, I loved it when he wasn't pulling the trigger. I was still excited to see him still. on screen because he was so good. And it even got to the point where if he would get, and this was the difference. Now I don't know if people disagree, but this was the difference between that and Daredevil for me. Is even when he at some points would get beat down, mm-hmm. I always felt like, oh, he about to get up and like just yeah. f them up. He gonna yeah. be hopping and gonna be all toe up. I felt like Daredevil just kept getting beat up yeah. on his. Yeah. Especially the first season. Second season, it kind of changed around or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of like, because, I mean, we all know at the end of the day, this is all fiction. Fiction. Yeah. yeah. But as you're watching it, you want to be into it and everything. And if I'm watching a hero, I want to, well, if I'm watching somebody that's supposed to be this, this mm-hmm. can do more than a normal human can, mm-hmm. I feel like they should, you know, be strong. Yeah. And yeah. Be able to keep fighting and right. not always get beat up I get because you. then it's like what's the point I get you know? what you're saying because if, if they're a superhero you want to see them use their superpowers right? and you feel like Daredevil is a little too human in a way but there's been a many of people that aren't you know let's say a Superman or a right, Starfire right. to have all these extra powers right? having regular physical fighting abilities and more agility than a normal human understandable but <clears throat> if it seems like you're always losing then mm-hmm. it just feels like <laughs> you need to work at being a superhero. Right. It just didn't feel, you know, right. But then, you know, as I watched more, I'm like, oh, you know, Devin Joe, for me personally, he kind of grew, grew on you. He kind of grew on you. 
But Punisher for me, it was like that was a win win from my gate. <clears throat> Even when he was beat down, face yeah. was bruised and purple, yes. he was still like, tearing people. Him up. being bruised went with his character. Yeah, him being beat up and a busted lip and a scratched eyebrow, like that right. all made him more gritty. Yeah, and believable as the Punisher. Like I'm going to go through all kind of sacrifice, both emotionally and physically. Right. Oh, I love that. Marcel, let you hit it out the park. That's and it was that show. fight scene uh, with him and Wilson Fisk. Oh. Punisher and Wilson Fisk. And I love the whole little Wilson Fisk situation in mm-hmm, the whole mm-hmm. thing because uh, the actor, oh, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. Vince DeFornio. Vince DeFornio. I think he did a good Wilson Fisk because uh-huh. he seemed almost like a teddy bear uh-huh. until he right spoke and or right. picked somebody up and slammed them on the ground right right so right that's one of the reasons why i really love this you know back and forth between the two right it's right just amazing but when punisher was on daredevil i think it was the second season episode uh-huh. nine uh-huh. i think and him and wilson fisk actually got to meet yeah that's when they had that fight scene yes that because uh. if you don't know wilson fisk is one of like the main uh well, Wilson Fisk is Kingpin. Oh, that is Kingpin. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. See, that's why I got uh-huh. confused because I'm thinking Wilson Fisk. Well, he right. was the main um, guy for, for Daredevil, the main villain, everything. But, man, I tell you, Punisher was just a beast. <sighs> I love it, you guys. You guys, I hope y'all tune in to these shows that we're raving about. We only want to bring you the stuff that's our favorite, favorite. Um, do you have any honorable mentions? For action? Yeah, for, for action TV, TV shows? shows that maybe Listen, did not make it to your some fave, stuff didn't but make it was it like to my cut. A, a close second. Blind Spot. Ooh. That was my show. But you know what? They start, I think they're starting a new season. Oh, really? Coming up, okay. Uh, in the fall. Okay. So I'm, I, I got to catch up. I started up. that. I'm going to have to watch that. Because yeah, I only started good. like the first few, maybe few Then episodes. you got stuff like, I would catch like Hawaii Five-0 kind of thing. <gasps> yes. Yes. Stuff like Scorpion and stuff. Yes. I'm not, I wasn't totally into those kind of shows all the way, but mm-hmm. I would catch them. But a uh, little random fun fact, they uh, filmed a few episodes of Scorpion at my school. Oh, nice. Yeah, they would be just. What school did you go to? Uh, Dominguez that? Hills. All right. Sorry, California State. University, uh-huh. Dominguez Hills. I would walk around, Toros. especially on Fridays, because uh-huh. nobody was at school on Fridays. Uh-huh. And then all the trucks would be there, and they would uh-huh. have stuff locked off, and uh-huh. you see all the PAs and all right, these people. Right, And then I knew it was Scorpion because I saw all the actors and actresses. Oh, nice! You saw everybody there. Mm-hmm. I saw them there twice. Ooh. So yeah, twice they came I, a couple times. I love when you go by, you see like uh, movie trucks and stuff, because I'd be trying to like sneak a peek, like who's that? Who is that? Who is that? But right. um, I think for me, my um, my honorable mention because this is really hard for me was and you mentioned it during the show mm-hmm. john wick oh god oh god for an action film i was really torn between taken and john wick because both of them i had such emotional responses to just based off of the trailer so i had to think long and hard like ken do you want to say your fave fave action is john wick or did you want to say your fave fave action is going to be taken and they're pretty equal, you guys. Anybody listening, I could have gone either way with John Wick or Taken. But I just have to mention, John Wick was uh, something that was really, really going to be in that place of Taken if I had gone with it. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, John Wick was dope. Because both of those movies are super cool. Yeah. Going back to Punisher real quick, because I didn't really give too many fun facts. Oh, I have give one, you fun just facts. Had one that I had looked up and read somewhere. What? Um... It was uh, speaking about his skull. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like not only is 
it just there as an icon of vengeance, mm-hmm. but it's also there kind of as a decoy. So when being shot at, sometimes it would be go straight there because it's a bulletproof vest, right? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yes. Yes. Mr. Brandon? Yes. So it's like sometimes it would almost be a decoy in a way. So if I'm trying to shoot Punisher, the skull is almost like my bullseye, like my target. Yeah. And he's trying to get you to shoot, shoot at, at the that most target. armored part of his body. Because it's super armored. That's genius, actually. Yeah. Because psychologically, of, I probably would be trying to shoot the skull right. versus his head, like a headshot. And he takes a lot of bullets in the That's whole That's actually AD. brilliant. That makes a lot of sense. And I'm like, man. And it's just, uh, I just love it. So much fun, y'all. Well, actions do their job. They make us forget about reality. Yeah. We know we don't know jujitsu. <laughs> uh, we know we ain't jumping off no building. Ain't catching <laughs> no clothesline. And we know we're not loading a gun in two seconds and right. reloading it in two and that's, more seconds. That's the fun part about it. You live that fantasy. Yeah, we get to do all those amazing action sequences where it's a slow-mo walk out of the building that's exploding behind us. Mm-hmm. Or whether it's, it's us jumping on a motorcycle and driving down some narrow roads in Italy. And you made me think of something. It frustrates me to my innermost core mm-hmm. when I hear people criticize almost like when you like superhero stuff or when you like fantasy or whatever uh you living in a dream world you know whatever blah 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 Mm, yes i am yes (laughs) but also it's because the whole reason theater all that stuff was Mm -hmm. made was so people can sit down Mm -hmm. and watch something and they watched adaptations of what they already had going on Mm -hmm. it just was exaggerated yeah things happened in the play that couldn't happen in real life thank you things happened whatever that couldn't happen in real life you watch it everybody knows you can't really do it it's only those few crazy people that go and shoot up schools and all of that is a whole nother story right that's somebody who has some true mental health issues yeah we're not saying that we don't have the ability to to separate reality from 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 fiction, uh, from from uh, from fantasy, mm-hmm. we just want to go and have like this fun little. It's entertainment, it's y'all. Entertainment. It's entertainment. It yeah. When you was a kid, did your mom like and your dad be like, "Oh, you can't watch that because it has like because it's violent." Oh no, I know. <laughs> I was about to say, my no. family let me watch anything. Uh, the most I couldn't watch was because of the time it came on. So I was really into WWE. Well, WWF back then. Mm-hmm. I loved wrestling, mm-hmm. but I never could watch it because that was my bedtime. Ah, uh, got it. But I still watched it. Oh. Yeah. But according to rules, I couldn't watch it because it got came it. on after I was supposed to be asleep already. He was a little rough. But anything on while I'm up and it's not time for me to be bed, I could watch. But it wasn't like my mom was like, you can do whatever you want. Mm. My mom just, my mama and dad both weren't the type to be super, super, super sheltering. Yeah. They really let me just explore, understand and learn stuff on my own, but they would make sure I didn't, you know, Mm. stray off too far. Right. Right. They let me see stuff. I was able to witness all kinds of things. And I think personally it helped me be the person I am because I am able to assess situations and see how I want things to work. So that's how it kind of worked with me and watching things. It was like, I could watch it, but I also knew, that I'm just watching TV. Okay. Well, cool. Well, we're going to take a break and we'll come back with our must watch list. Bye. Y'all want to see a dead body? Imagine owning the world's greatest collection of songs you've never heard before. I'm Ben Feeling Good and I've got an epic collection of songs with a variety of flavors from such artists as John L. Runnings. My heart is mumbling, my stomach is rumbling. 
for you. Oh, girl, get out the way. I gotta go. I gotta get to the toilet. Oh, I'm not gonna make it. Move, girl, move. Ah! Woo! Oh. We can dessert after this? Ah, and let's not forget Randy Jepsen's sweet love song, Bus Pass to Your Heart. Got a bus pass to your heart. I'm gonna take the 409 to the 522. Till I get to you. But how about that funky good tune from two soul brothers who are actually brothers? Bobby and Matt. Is that a roach? Is that a roach? Is that a roach? On your purse, in your car, on the roof, roach on the wall. I don't like no roaches on me. I think I see a roach. Oh no. Ah! Get off me, roach. Get off me, roach. Ah! On my foot. Step on a roach. Roach in the tub. Roach on the coach. Rubber dub dub. All in the tub. Roach in the cornflakes. Girl, get that roach. That's a big roach. Girl, get that. That one's pregnant. For only $2.99, you can bring this collection of songs into your home and share it with your loved ones. No, really, have them buy one too. We produce way too many copies of the CD. What? I, I'm just trying to get these to move. I, I shouldn't say that on the recording. Well, fuck that shit. I'm going back to my trailer. Ken? Yes, sir. Why do we have toenails? <laughs> what? What? Everybody, this is what I have to deal with. <laughs> why do we have toenails? I, you know what? I don't know why we got toenails. You don't know? I do. Do you know why? Why do men have nipples? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I was don't trying to. Know. I was trying to like stomp you, and you just came back. <laughs> it made me have to think, and I hate you for it. <laughs> oh gosh! Can let's talk about our must watch. All right, must watch for me, ladies and gentlemen, all of you who are listening, please. For my must watch recommendation, I want you all to go pick up. Y'all want to see a dead body? Raiders of the Lost Ark, starring Harrison Ford, directed by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> It came out in 1981. I'm always going to pull from the 80s, y'all, because that's just where I'm, you know, it's my childhood. You're true to yourself. I love a lot of the films that I grew up watching as a teenager and in the 90s as a young adult. So Raiders of the Lost Ark is a classic action film. Okay. It's fun from start to finish. Wow. What about you? What's your must watch? I picked Raiders of the Lost Ark, the TV show. It's like when you go somewhere and somebody wearing the same outfit. Like, oh, okay. What about that couple from church that wore the same outfit on purpose? They're dating. Oh, God. Did you ever see anybody at your church do that? That's my mom and Howard. Oh! (laughs) Just so you know. (laughs) They love to match. (laughs) Sister Thelma, you are the MVP of this episode. (laughs) Hey, Howard. Anyway. No, um... (laughs) Which one was what? Mine was nine one one. Ooh, that's a good the one. TV we did finish that because we only we didn't we didn't finish. But can I tell you, it got a little stressful. Yeah, but that's part of the fun. But I love it. I I I, 
I'm gonna get back to it, but I love it. I was driving the other day, and there was a billboard for rescue. Uh, it was nine one one, and it had a uh, Hollywood tour van going off a cliff off the Hollywood Hill. Yeah, so that I'm means, like, right? It's always some crazy stuff. Uh, the roller coaster, the people was in the hot air balloon, or the jump house and the jump house. Right, full of, right. It just is stressful when we I watch, watch it. it. And I'm like, whenever shows are stressful for me, I gotta take a moment to just. I like, think we had enough break now. We need to go back. Okay, well, I, we'll go back and watch it because, listen. That shit was good. But just quick about it, like 911, Ryan Murphy at mm. it again. He is. Ryan Murphy is in charge of the show? Ryan Murphy. Shut up. Angela Bassett. I feel like whenever I see Angela Bassett, Ryan Murphy got something to do with it. See, that's what and I'm, I'm talking You know what I'm about. hoping? I'm hoping that Angela Bassett pop up on Pose. <gasps> do you know how epic that would be? If Auntie Angela show up on Pose. Do you I'm gonna know lose how epic mind. she would be the true mother? Oh. Uh, anyway, 911 is an American, you know, TV drama, but it's action. Yes, it is. Action drama. And it is full of all kind of things going on. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. You want to be stressed out every episode? Mm-hmm. What 911? Can I tell you my hats off to Ryan Murphy? I had no idea he had nothing to do with that show. He's so dope. He's just like so diverse in his approach to TV. Yeah. American Horror Story. What else does he do? Glee. Uh, American Horror Story. Glee. Nip Tuck. Nip Tuck. Pose. Uh, Pose. And now this? Scream Queens. Did he do Scream Queens? I believe so, yeah. That's awesome. We talked about it on, uh, I think, the other episode, but still, like, he's just, I had no idea he did 911. Yeah. <sighs> and the crazy thing is, this show is essentially, it's like showing you the background of what happens when you call then um the 911 got it uh on the police side and on the fire department side okay but then each character their development is so great because you get to see everything that they're doing when they're out on the field and out doing everything uh-huh. but you also get to see what's happening in their personal life in their personal life Ooh, that's and it's good. just it's good but oh. angela bassett man i can never stop talking about her I she's know. amazing i saw her at uh with at uh at church uh west angeles church of god of christ really Mm-hmm. She's in there praising the Lord. I saw her at a concert for Janelle Monae when she was doing her ethos. Mm-hmm. She had all the people mm-hmm. that she she put on, mm-hmm. you know, Saint Beauty, mm-hmm. Deep Cotton, all mm-hmm. them. Um, oh, Jadena, yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And Angela Bassett was there. Oh God. Uh, what's his name? I this is know. America. I can't remember his name. Is the lead. You talking about Charles Gambino? Charles Gambino. Gambino. Uh huh. Donald Glover. He was there too. Oh my God! Bunch of people. My one Angela Bassett story that I do remember, because she was in Boys in the Hood, so I got the role. After you get the role, you usually meet with wardrobe because they want to start getting you fitted, so that by the time the movie starts to film, all of your clothes are there. So I go in for my fitting for Boys in the Hood, uh-huh. and Angela Bassett's there. Ooh. But Angela Bassett isn't Angela Bassett in 1991. Right. She's, She's this still. movie kind of puts her out there like that, right? Uh-huh. She was so sweet. I remember that like it was yesterday. I walked in, and she was like, hey, sweetie. She was trying on a pregnant suit because her character was going to be pregnant with Trey. They ended up deleting that scene, and they didn't really use it in the in the regular in the in the Got movie. You. But I remember her hugging me, and Ooh, then I was like, from real life. right, right." I was like, "Hi, I'm in Boys in the Hood." She's like, "Hey, sweetie, all right." Like she was just so warm and nice, and I always wonder. Like I was twelve, so right. obviously I'm thirty nine now. I wonder would she remember me? Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I remember her because she's Angela Bassett, right? 
I'm Kenneth Brown. That <laughs> nobody knows. No, so you I Kenneth Brown. Say it loud. Say oh it proud. Oh God, no, I'm not. You Kenneth Brown. I don't know if she would. I don't know if she would know me like I would know her. Mm-hmm. And I always wonder, like, if you meet people, have you that you film stuff? With, you never know because she some people me like that. You know, some people try to think it's like that that superstar thing where you just don't remember nobody. Like, oh hi, you right? Know? But some people really have good. If good, I walk good into memory. Whole Foods and I see her and she remember me, I, I'm gonna lose my mind. Right. Some people I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm gonna feel revalidated too when everybody look and see who is he. Um, one thing I was thinking of is uh, who? What was you let me at? think about it because it left my mind. Come back into his mind, thought. It was about somebody now. that remembered me. Oh, don't worry. Okay, maybe next episode. Remember me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. I know you guys may be wondering where can I follow these crazy fools. Tell them. I hope you're wondering that. Tell them. You can find us, of course, at My Fave Podcast. That's M-Y-F-A-V-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We're on Periscope. Stitcher. No, I'm just adding stuff. But, <laughs> <laughs> of course, I know you got to know where to listen to us because you're listening. But if you don't, Stitcher. Yeah. Google Play. Yes. iTunes. Yes. SoundCloud. Yes. All the good stuff. And yes. we just love you guys for listening. MySpace. Find us on MySpace. Oh, God. You can find him on MySpace, not me. <laughs> <laughs> MySpace used to be the joint. I had a get top. Me started. I had my top. What was it? Top eight Your or top, top five? Your top ten. Your top five, top eight. Was I'm, it top yeah. eight? Was it eight or five? Top somebody. Top five, yeah, whatever. Top five. But let me tell you what's funny. Did you change your background? Your I changed border? my... Let me tell you what. My Everybody's MySpace was lit. <laughs> I had the Matrix things going down. Yes. But mine yes. were blue. Oh, look at you. Then when you go to my page, music was playing. I think at one point it was like Missy Elliott or uh-huh, something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Then I had my picture. You know, I'm always trying to pose. Yeah. Then I had my descriptions and everything. And I learned how to do the HTML, whatever, code, whatever, making right. it dope. Right. But the funniest thing about it was... We had the top, whatever, uh-huh. and I told Jasmine, uh-huh. my best friend Jasmine, I said, Jasmine, you my best friend, and I'm not moving you at the top of the thing. You're going to uh-huh. be at the top thing. And she uh-huh. said, okay, and I was at the top of hers. Just little young thing. Yeah, too. yeah. And I remember the whole time I had MySpace, I had Jazzy right there at the top. And it was just so funny that you think about, like, that was so long ago. It was, like, everything for us. And I kind of was kind of just kind of phasing out but it was definitely a thing like oh my god uh you can change your borders you can change your backgrounds you got music playing it was amazing it was the precursor to facebook yeah it really was oh god it was definitely the i remember precursor. i really didn't even want a facebook i was like what is this you know i, was so I don't need a facebook i got my space <laughs> right, i got my space <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what the next thing is i don't think facebook is going around going away because they all. keep yeah but well facebook didn't bought everybody they own snapchat and everything else so all right. Well, Facebook, yeah, they keep just getting everything. It's just yeah. so dope. But, you know, that's what life is. But anyway, I hope that everybody out there is living their best life. Live your best life, everybody. Go and out living there it wonderfully. And be your best version of yourself. This has been my fave podcast. We'll see y'all next week. Y'all want to see a dead body? Bye, bye, bye.